Entrepreneur on Fire 790. We rob the world when we decide to play small and neglect to share our unique talent and expertise. I mean, we all have unique skills. We all have unique perspectives that can really add values to others. And it's really selfish if we think otherwise. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Start your next design project today at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Ryan Jenkins. Ryan, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Ryan is an internationally recognized author and millennial keynote speaker who has shared the stage with fellow thought leaders from iconic brands like MTV, Facebook, and Uber. He equips organizations and leaders with the next generation leadership, branding, and communication skills needed to thrive in today's multi-generational marketplace. Ryan, I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, so share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. Yeah, thanks, John. First and foremost, I'm, I'm a husband to my beautiful wife, Ashley. We've got a one-and-a-half-year-old yellow lab, and we live in Atlanta, Georgia, USA. Uh, but originally, I grew up in Littleton, Colorado, right outside Denver, so, so go Broncos. Yeah. And ironically enough, John, I actually studied entrepreneurship at, at Miami University in Ohio. And I, after studying entrepreneurship, if you can believe it, actually, it actually landed me a job. Um, <laughs> and it landed me a job in technology sales. And I, I was doing a consultative selling approach with large businesses across the country. And I entered that, that job with, with great optimism, ton of energy, ambition, but it, it, you know, it didn't take very long for it to just get squandered under the thumb of, of poor leadership and, and what I thought at the time, outdated, uh, an outdated corporate infrastructure. And so for me, I'm, you know, I'm extremely frustrated. And so I, but, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I just, let me just sweep this frustration under the rug because I figured I was in the real world and I'm doing air quotes for those listening. <laughs> I was in the, right, this is the real world. And, and I, you know, I had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I thought, geez, I'm never going to love a job. So I just swept it under the rug. But through discussions with friends and colleagues from around the country and different organizations, they had the same frustrations. And so uh, that's when I realized, heck, man, I'm, I'm not alone. And I decided right then and then after all these conversations to turn my burden into someone else else's transformation. And so I spent years studying leadership, work culture, t- technology. I interviewed hundreds of millennials. And those are, the, those, are those people uh, born in the 80s and 90s. And those are the, are the ones that are pouring into our workplace uh, right now. And I discovered what makes it special today is really, you know, other than any other time in history, there's always been the generational friction and differences. But what makes today unique is technology and the internet. And so you couple those two things with the largest generation on the planet, and you've got massive, massive disruption. And so today I'm so grateful to, to be able to speak around the country and host the Next Generation Catalyst podcast and blog. And that, that's all, all of that's where we speak, uh, we equip leaders and organizations 
organizations to better lead, communicate, and to sell to the millennial generation. Well, Ryan, I'm fired to have you on today personally, and I'm pretty impressed that uh, in college you were taking courses on entrepreneurship. It actually reminded me <laughs> um, of an article I recently read where they were saying that back when I was in college, which was 98 to 2002, only 1% of college students were actually enrolled in any kind of entrepreneurship classes. And wow. today, there's over 600,000 current college students enrolled in entrepreneurship courses, which I find really exciting. I find very promising to the future that, you know, there's not going to be people like myself who graduate college, not even really knowing what entrepreneurship is or even what it really meant. You know, I was really not exposed to some great things that were happening. And, you know, I, I really am glad that this next generation seemingly is picking this up with a lot of fever and excitement. And, and that's what we're going to dive into today, Ryan, because, you know, your journey really highlights all of these things. But before we get into that jazz, we always start with a success quote and why you chose it. Yeah, my favorite quote is by one of the world's top authorities on leadership, uh, who's John Maxwell. And John said, which is my favorite quote, the secret of your success is found in your daily routine. And so for me, that quote, that quote rings in my head every freaking day. And it just, it just reminds me of, the, of, of me that the success lies in the thousands of small and seemingly insignificant decisions I make every day. And so that quote also encourages me to read every day, write every day, have meaningful conversations every day. Uh, then on the other side, too, it challenges me to be more intentional with every hour and, and to ferociously guard my time at all times. So can we talk about that routine for a second before we move forward? And not the full routine, because obviously, you know, it's going to differ. But what do your first couple hours look like? Like, what are your definite routines when you first get up that you think set you up for success? So up at 5 a.m., um, something about the, the, how, how the world's just quiet at that hour, right? That you can just... Um, Really get creative. So kind of quiet, although to kind of <laughs> share a little bit here, I live right on the bay in San Diego, and at 5 a.m., the crew team is up, and they okay. are just with those, picture those blow horns, row, right. row. Oh, so they're my alarm clock, so I'm up at 5 a.m. too. Thank you, San Diego State crew team. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm sure that's, that's a certain level of inspiration, though, seeing those guys hustling, right? I love it. I'm up, and I'm like, if they're going to do it, probably hungover from a night before. Like I can do it having gone to bed at 8.45 p.m. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, you know, up early, uh, and I actually head to a, a local coffee shop here. It's just a nice way to kind of get out of the house. And that's just, you know, the, the morning, really between five and nine, I'm, I'm, I'm creating, I'm writing, and that's really when I get really creative. And then after that, there's some time for, for devotion, um, you know, and then I fit in podcasts on when I'm driving around uh, in the gym, you know, that just get that workout every day is, is, is huge. Um, and then make sure that I read every day as well. It would take 30 minutes at some point during the day to read um, something other than the blogs and every, news and everything else <laughs> that I'm following, right? So uh, that's just a little snapshot there of, of what the day looks like. Well, great snapshot. And now it's time for story time. And Ryan, you have a journey that you've been on. You've experienced a lot of things. And we're going to talk about a few of those things today for show. But I really want to focus right now on a failure. I want you to tell a story of a time that you did fail, Ryan. So take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Sure. You know, once I decided I was going to build a, a speaking business, I figured the next step was to, to build a brand, right? How, how were my future clients going to find me? And so 
Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It, was just the perfect blueprint for me. And so I, I literally, like every word I, I put in that book, I put into action. And so I actually launched a video blog and I was talking about personal development, leadership, do's and don'ts, which I was experiencing firsthand at my, at my new job. And I was talking about social media, technology. And John, I thought I was going to be the next Gary Vaynerchuk, right, man? I thought, you know, thousands of people were going to come flock into my website. And after a year of, of hustling my tail off and over 60 videos, I had two fans. I had, I had my amazing mother and then, you know, my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right. So I had all this, all this learning, all this hard work, all passion, right, pouring my heart into this. And I had nothing to show for it. And it was just embarrassing. It was deflating. And, you know, bottom line, it was, and, and clearly it was, it was an epic fail. Uh, but, it, you know, it took those two, you know, it took those over 60 videos to really for me to, to discover the niche that I'm in today. So let's analyze this for a second, Ryan, because there's a lot of this that goes on out there. You know, for instance, there's a lot of people that have read Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It, or Tim Ferriss's mm-hmm. 4-Hour Workweek, or, you know, any number of other books, or just seeing the success of others. And, you know, they've tried to go in and replicate that, and they haven't seen the same success, even when there's people like yourself who don't even give up early, but continue to maintain and continue to hustle. You know, there's a lot of people that came out after I launched Entrepreneur on Fire that were just like, okay, I'm going to crush it with a seven day a week podcast. And Mm -hmm. some people have had some success and some people burned out quickly. I mean, what do you want to share with Fire Nation as far as lessons that you learned and how you would have approached things differently if you were kind of given a second chance? Yeah. So, you know, I eventually, um, you know, moved on from that video blog and, you know, thank goodness. So I think that there was a lesson there too, that, you know, we've got to be open to, to rebranding and I'm, 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 I fully anticipate to rebrand myself numerous times through, you know, down, you know, years from now. So, uh, but I think what really stands out to me, John, what I learned the most and it's, is this is when starting out obscurity is your friend. And so think of it this way. Think if you've never played guitar before, right? And I just hand you a guitar for the first time ever. Like, would you prefer to play in front of a Red Rocks amphitheater, Red Hot Chili Peppers crowd, or would you prefer a crowd of one in the comfort of your own basement? <laughs> right? it, yeah, yeah, I would choose the latter. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, overnight success is such a myth. I know you, you get this all the time, right, John? But that people quite, quite don't see the full picture. And that overnight success is it really, it, it scares us into not pursuing our calling. And so looking back, I'm so thankful for that obscurity because my videos were terrible, man. My, my, <laughs> the lighting was terrible. The audio was horrific. The videos were too long. Like it was just all crap. And so I, I apologize to all the listeners in advance. If, if you unearth any of these videos on the internet somewhere, like I, I apologize <laughs> in advance. It's, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. But, um, yeah, so really the point is is that we've got leverage that obscurity, right? When no one knows you, you have you have time to hone your craft and and to fail and to tweak. And then so from there you can then as you get noticed and you grow up, draw a bigger audience, you'll be ready. Yeah, unfortunately in my situation, Ryan, all Fire Nation has to do is just go back to the first hundred episodes to see uh, <laughs> cringe worthy content, uh, at least from oh my, my perspective. Gosh. Because you sure. know, for there's a number of ways to look at this. You know, when you want to be something you need to do. You know, if you want to be a podcaster, you have to podcast. If you want to be a video blogger, you have to actually create video. You know, you have to get through these things and you have to actually work through it, Fire Nation. And that's why I do love your quote, Ryan, so much. You know, when starting out, obscurity 
is your friends. Like, remember that, Fire Nation. Like, really absorb that reality that it's okay that nobody's watching. And guess what? In a lot of ways, it's probably good that nobody's mm-hmm. watching, that nobody's yeah. listening, that nobody might find out about this. Um, but at the same time, don't be afraid if people do. I do want to make that note because I'll tell you what, Ryan, straight up, like, there are people that are listening right now that have heard those first 100 episodes. And in a, in a lot of ways, they like that they can go back to those and hear me when I was naive, when I was nervous, when I was inexperienced and stumbling and robotic because, you know, that gives them the hope and the faith that, hey, you know, if John was horrible and he's been able to improve over time, you know, I can too. And it's so true. So, you know, don't be afraid to share that journey, but don't be afraid that you're not that overnight success either. You know, just continue to work your system. And Ryan, I'd love for you to tell another story now. You know, this is going to be on another spectrum. This is going to be of an epiphany or a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. And again, take us to that moment in time. Yes. uh, Before I landed on my millennial niche, uh, there was a particular frustrating day at work. And I remember coming home and I had this, this tiny little wooden desk and and I sat down and I figured I was, you know, I was, I was going to figure out what I was going to do with my life right there. I was going to take on that, that big goal right then there. And so I'm not sure where I learned or heard about this exercise, John, but it, but it literally changed my life. And so the exercise was I sat there and I just reflected on my life and I tried to pinpoint two or three times where I was affirmed for a specific talent or skill that I had. And it was such a powerful experience because I think we all tend to kind of shrug off our, our compliments, right? When in reality, those compliments are what point to our greatest potential. And so I think we need to be more cognizant of all of those throughout our day. And so when I was doing this exercise, I, I had my aha moment. And as I reflected, two events cropped up right away. Uh, one was I, was I was delivering the best man speech at my brother's wedding. And after the speech, all these people came up and they were like, what was that? Like, that was the best <laughs> speech I've ever heard. Like, oh my gosh. And, and of course, I'm shrugging it off. Off, you know, not even thinking that this could be a career for me. Um, and so the, the, the second um, event that came to mind was, was uh, I was speaking to a hockey team before their playoff games. And my dad was this brilliant, ho- he's a brilliant hockey coach. And, and he, I had come home from college and I was delivering this pep talk to the high school hockey team um, that my, my dad had coached. And I was affirmed for my speaking ability again because the team went on to win the Colorado State Championship. And it was like this big deal. And they kept inviting me back to speak. And, and John, you better believe, man, I, I take full 100% credit for that oh, championship, absolutely. by the way. Yeah, yeah my dad gets nothing. <laughs> um, and so, you know, just, just a little bit of intentional reflection um, created that aha moment for me. So I just love how you put that, too, in Fire Nation. When's the last time that you have reflected on the moments that you were affirmed in life? I mean, it's kind of funny that, you know, you brought up that best man speech because, you know, one of my first times that I ever spoke in public was at my best friend's wedding. And, you know, I worked really hard in the speech and I wasn't very, I definitely wasn't an accomplished public speaker. I hadn't done it and I was definitely nervous. But when I did get up there and I finally started delivering, like I really started feeling 10 times calmer than I expected I would. And I really delivered a pretty powerful speech. And, you know, this is with no, I had I wasn't carrying around any notes or anything. It was straight from memory in the heart. Mm-hmm. And I had so many grown men come up to me afterwards and say, John, like, don't tell anybody, but like, you brought tears in my eyes during that little talk <laughs> nice. there. And I'm like, whoa, I, you know, thought that I was going to basically stumble through this thing. But I ended up, you know, doing something pretty powerful. And so, you know, Ryan, I definitely resonate with that. And Fire Nation, I would love for you to kind of think, 
of some times in your life that you were affirmed, you know, for whatever that might be. Like, think back in your life, like, take time to reflect and just take time to reflect in general. I mean, it's kind of sad how rare it is for us, you know, busy, busy, busy humans to always be buzzing from one activity to the other and never just taking a second to sit down, you know, without pulling your phone out and checking Instagram or Facebook or your text messages or whatever and just think and just kind of let your mind go back over things that, you know, you were affirmed in or, or things that made you happy in life. I mean, why do we never do that? And that's why I love meditation. And, you know, it's something mm. that I'm just now getting into, but I'm already feeling and just having some great results from that. And it's been enjoyable. So, cool. Ryan, I'd love for you to kind of sum this up for us. Take us to what you think should be the biggest takeaway that our listeners should have from that affirmation that you had in your life. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we, you've just got to be intentional. I mean, it's basically everything you just said, John. Like, there's there's so much clamoring for our attention these days, right? We're more distracted than ever before. So we've, you've got to f- carve out the time. You've got to guard your time. And you've got to get just intentional about you know, what is it? What, you know, what are you going to do? So what are you affirmed in? Or if, you know, if you're an existing entrepreneur and you have a business, we got to still take that time, be intentional, but forward think, okay, what's next? And what's that next product or next service or next market? So we've guys got to be super intentional with our time. Ryan, you've been telling some great stories thus far. Let's keep that chain going forward with your proudest entrepreneurial moment beautiful thing about uh, public speaking as you, you, you know, you kind of described as well, right? You can, words have so much power and you can influence people and motivate people, inspire them. And so following my presentations, it's just so awesome to, you know, get all the positive tweets and the emails and the leaders that come up afterwards and are just encouraged because they discover new ways to connect with their millennial employees and how to build their leadership bench moving forward or, you know, past clients telling us that, geez, Ryan, your, your, your talk was the most memorable of the whole year. Um, and then we even had parents, right? Parents will come up to me afterwards and go, Ryan, I, you know, I'm just excited to get home and to, and to reach out to my kids because I now have a better understanding of, of who they are. And so that, that stuff's all so rewarding. But I wouldn't say that's my proudest moment. I think, the, to be honest, Sean, the, the proudest moment for me is just, is just the unshakable belief and respect that I get from my wife. And so this is where you cue all the female listeners to go, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I guess let me explain a little bit. One of my favorite definitions of success is by who else? John Maxwell. <laughs> and he describes success as having those closest to you love and respect you the most. And so, gosh, for me, that's so simple, yet it's so true and profound for me. And so, Ashley, my wife, she's the one person who gets to a front row seat to all the ups and downs. She gets to experience all the blood, sweat, and tears. And so, at the end of the day, if she still likes me, you know, all is well, man. And so, I believe I I got to earn that every day. And it kind of, this all kind of came to fruition when I was able to, because of the business, bring her home from her full-time job. And she was excited. She was excited to, to work alongside of me and, and, and run after this vision we've created. So for me, that's, that's, that's my proudest moment. And I think that, um, you know, I think for all of us as entrepreneurs, we gain respect by relentlessly pursuing our passion. And then we receive love when we selflessly serve others. And so, and then I think I try to think long term um, about this as well. And I think my in the future, John, my proudest moment will be when my future kids um, will look at my wife, they'll look at my work, and 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 it'll be an encouragement for them to pursue their passions and to attack their dreams. 
Wow, there's just a lot of great one-liners in there, Ryan, and I'm just going to add one to it because why not? I mean, we're already dropping value bombs left and right, and you, know, you talk about the definition of success or what success can be can mean, and you know, I love your definition, and one that's always really resonated with me is Earl Nightingale's quote that success is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And, yeah. you know, your success has fit into that perfectly. You know, you haven't just got to the finish line. No, you're gradually realizing something, Ryan. But guess what? It's not just any ideal. It's a worthy ideal. And those are just key components to this successful or even more this happy life that we're all striving towards. And speaking of that, Ryan, I want to take this conversation to today in your life and have you share the number one thing that has you most on fire right now with your business. The future excites me. I mean, growing up with technology and the internet has caused this millennial generation to think and problem solve in, in a totally different way from those that have gone before them. And so I'm, I'm so interested to see how the world changes as more and more millennials begin stepping into leadership roles, as more and more millennials begin to mature in their calling. And I'm, I'm very optimistic and bullish about the future. I think there'll be plenty of growing pains, obviously, as there always are. But ultimately, I think we have a lot to look forward to in the future. And um, we're, we're, you know, we're just on the verge of experiencing a rate of change at like an unparalleled rate, right? We're all experiencing it, um, which can be super scary and suffocating if we aren't ready and open to it. Uh, but if we're ready, I'm excited because I think it's going to be an exciting and wild ride. It is going to be an exciting and wild ride. And Fire Nation, if you're listening, you're on that ride for obvious reasons because you're placing yourself in that cockpit because you're listening to Entrepreneur on Fire and you're doing the right things by getting that content in your head with reading the right books, getting the right resources, and just doing the right thing. So congrats to you, Fire Nation. And Ryan, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Back in the late 1990s when web blogs began to appear, authors had little to say over how content was displayed. These days, you need to make every visit count. Your homepage is your point of contact with both first-time and repeat visitors, so you want it to be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Remember, you only have a few seconds to hold your visitors' attention. Luckily, we have 99designs to help us make our sites both beautiful and user-friendly. 99designs is the world's largest marketplace for graphic design and gives you access to over 900,000 talented designers. So whether you're looking for an eye-catching website design, a sleek new banner ad, or icons to help you drive more traffic to your site, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team 
in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Ryan, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Early success. Um, So early in my business, I had an unreal expectations about how quickly I was going to succeed. And that, that's, that's pretty typical for a lot of us, of us millennials. Um, but I thought my video blog was going to explode. I thought all my first 50 blog posts were gonna, all going to go viral. And I thought I'd be keynoting in Madison Square Garden and within a year. Um, so not achieving that success was discouraging. And it made me doubtful if I was ever, you know, if I was even on the right track. Um, but then I came across this, this quote. I know, John, I know how much you love quotes, love man. It. So we're just, we're just, we're, Carpet bombs. Um, and, and so I was reading this, this book called The Million, Million Dollar Speaking by Alan Weiss. And in there, Alan said this. He said, there's an anchor in the speaking business. And I think this relates to really any business. There's an anchor in the speaking business and that, that drags along the bottom and impedes your progress. This anchor is called early success. And that simple quote just gave me permission to hustle hard while remaining patient. And so I decided to leverage my obscurity, as we talked about before, leverage my obscurity to really start honing my craft, building my credibility, which I needed, and to really find my voice. Um, And then it was then I knew if I stayed diligent, stayed the course, success would come. What is the best advice you've ever received? All right. Sometimes I don't play by the rules. So I'm going to give you two pieces (laughs) of advice here. Uh, The first is uh, be a student first, teacher second, and a servant always. And the second one is a great speech is never written. It's only rewritten. Boom. I love the second one. (laughs) The first one is really good too. (laughs) Ryan, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Yeah, initially uh, starting my business, I was was working full time. So I established what I called purpose days. And so I figured, geez, I'm spending nine to five every day building someone else's business, but I didn't have a set schedule for building my own business. So I started Purpose Days. And I think it was really important that I labeled it something, you know, at the specific time. And so I'd spend two to three times a week right after five. I'd go over to a local coffee shop and I would just focus solely on building my business for four to five hours. And so um, it was important that I scheduled that the Purpose Days too, a week in advance too, before life got in the way. And so for bigger projects, and I even do this today for bigger projects, like when I started my video blog back in the day, um, and I did this for launching our podcast over a year ago, um, is I would do purpose weekends and I would literally get out of the city uh, in Atlanta, get out of the city and just find a a hotel and lock myself away and just hyper focus. So for me, um, you know, again, scheduling the time in advance, batching where I could, and then guarding that time ferociously um, as if my business depended on it. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah. So John, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show, man. And, and I utilize so many of the tools that uh, prior guests yeah. have, have recommended. Um, but I want I was like, well, I didn't want to say the same tool. So I kind of 
I was thinking, all right, what, what's what's really top of mind? What's working for me? And so I think I landed on one that I think works. And um, uh, not you know, a number of months ago, I was looking to rebrand my my keynote slides, my presentation slides, and some of my website and and other things. And so I went on the internet, stumbled around, and I and I stumbled on Invado Market. Have you ever heard of Invado? Never. John? Um, so it's, it, Invado's literally, it's literally a one-stop shop to kick your, your next creative project into, into overdrive. And so, um, you know, there's millions of products that that are created by a global community of, I mean, you name it, photographers, illustrators, producers. And so they've got website templates, pre-written code, stock videos, stock photos, logos, and it's all like, like really reasonably priced. And it was perfect for a bootstrapper and a, and a do it, do it yourself or like me. Um, and so I, that's, I use Invader now for all of my like royalty free blog images. I've, I've used some of their stock video as like transitions in my video, in some of my videos online. Um, and then I, I landed on a really stunning presentation template that I was able to like customize the chart and the fonts and some of the design. And so, uh, it's been awesome, man. So needless to say, it's, I, I use Invato to kind of do some of the heavy lifting for me and some of my creative projects. Invato, is that E-N-V-A-T-O? Yeah, and so Perfect. yeah, if you go to market.invato.com, um, you can experience everything. We'll have that <laughs> linked up in the show notes, Fire Nation. And Ryan, I'm excited for this one. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Put Your Dream to the Test by John Maxwell. I'm sure you saw that one coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this book, it's really, it's 10 questions to help you see your dream and to seize your dream. And there's actually a, an interactive guide, like it's like a journal. It's called My Dream Mat. That's a companion to this book. So I'd recommend listeners get both of those. And um, it's just a, it's a great way. It's some, some awesome personal discovery and, and it really helps dreamers clarify and achieve their goals. And for me, I just spent so much time in it, reflecting, writing, and it was one of the greatest success, success catalysts for me. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Ryan, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Depending on the time of day, I'd, I'd either grab some coffee or I'd go grab a local IPA at the bar and, and try to wrap my head around what just happened. Um, so I'd start there. And then I'd use uh, my... <laughs> My, my laptop, uh, I'd go to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube to see what topics were trending. I'd identify two to three top trends um, uh, that I could contribute my experience, my knowledge towards. And then I would, I would launch a website via WordPress and start blogging about, the, about these trends. And then I'd begin reaching out to other bloggers and podcasters in the same space and ask if I could add value to their audience you know, with my unique perspective and knowledge and then just rinse and repeat, and I would be using that five hundred dollars for food and, and beer, of course. Um, <laughs> and, and then, so through all this, if I, once I established some credibility in the space with a healthy amount of content, I would then contact professional associations and conferences to ask um, if they would have me come speak. Well, Ryan, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
Yeah, so best way to connect with me, listeners can go to ryan-jenkins.com and connect with me on any social network there. Uh, folks can also contact me through that through the website if they want to have me come speak at their event. Uh, and folks can also access our blog and podcast there where we share next generation insights about leadership, communication, millennials, productivity. Um, it's all there. And special announcement, I have a bonus for Fire Nation. And this is, this is a brand spanking new resource. Uh, Fire Nation is, is hearing it first. Um, and so as a paid professional, John, I'm, people always at paid professional speaker, people are always like, well, you know, how do I get better at presentations or pitching my ideas? And so we created a, a free resource. It's called 12 apps and hacks to level up your next presentation or pitch. And it goes well beyond your basic presentation skills. And it provides more uncommon tips to enhance and really level up your presentation and, and uh, pitches. And so Fire Nation can get that free resource at ryan-jenkins.com slash fire. And the parting piece of advice that I have uh, for listeners is uh, offer your work to the world. And, you know, I truly believe, John, we, we, we rob the world when we decide to play small and neglect to share our unique talent and, and, ex- and expertise. I mean, we all have unique skills. We all have unique perspectives that can really add values to others. And, it, and it's really selfish if we think otherwise. Um, and so it's, it's really not about you, but it's rather about the people searching for your knowledge or passion. And so you, you, you may not change the world, but you can change someone's world. And I think that should be enough of a spark to get an entrepreneur on fire. Yeah, yeah. And I love that too. I even like to add even further to that up by saying, Fire Nation, you have an obligation to share, you know, whatever that is inside of you, you know, whatever that stupid human trick is that you have, <laughs> as uh, I guess about 10 episodes ago, lovingly shared. Uh, you know, we all have these stupid human tricks. We all have these superhero tricks, you know, however you want to phrase it, whatever makes yeah. you feel good. Like it's your obligation now um, because you will absolutely impact somebody. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with none other than Ryan and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Ryan in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And guys, ryan-jenkins.com slash fire is going to get you that gift that he's crafted specifically for you. And Ryan, I just want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation. My podcast, free podcast course, is just that. A free podcast course delivered via a podcast. Listen as I walk you through every step of the podcasting process, from creating that podcast to launching it with power, growing that audience to a tipping point that will then allow you to monetize in a massive way. Every episode is another step in your podcasting journey, and they are all awaiting you now. Simply search free podcast course or John Lee Dumas in your favorite podcast directory, subscribe and press play. Let's prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.